Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Once again, we come, first of all, thank you, Lord, for, again, another day's journey. Thank you, Master, for allowing us to come and assemble ourselves together. We ask in the name of Jesus that you would just uh, empower the teacher, empower the students, that we may gain a thought from our lesson on tonight. We ask that we can go out and help somebody along life way. Father, our best sick, children, and Marie family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, you can wait. Uh, this lesson brings some forth some truth about the Lord Jesus Christ. One that Jesus miraculous power to heal in impossible cases is alive and well in every era. Uh, we might not see it in as much in this form, but it's still it's still alive today. I think he works more through doctors, but it's miraculous healing power is still alive. Uh, but that healing power is secondary to his saving power. So uh, that we get caught up in being healed, we should be very thankful for being saved. Because our salvation is forever. Even when, if we're not healed in this life, well, our salvation, is, we know we get another life is even better. And second, that Jesus can use his servants. In other words, he can use other men to work his miraculous power. And another thing is that when it is within the realm of God's will, to heal, healing take place. But also, we have to remember that the Apostle Paul was told that his grace was sufficient and that Paul was not healed of his infirmities, but he could glory in his infirmities and that it was a testimony that even though he was in, in, in uh, difficulty, he could still praise God. Another thing in this lesson is this. There's something far greater than material blessing that everyone needs to make in their life. It can be filled with joy and, and rejoicing. And then there's the, the support and applause from uh, others in our blessings. Uh, other people can be helped through how God helps, 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 helps us. And that when God uses us to be an instrument in his blessing, the praise should go to God and not to us. And another thing is that the servants of God are used of God to extend opportunities to the needy and assist them in exercising faith in the only one with the power to perform these miracles in our lives. So he used uh, man as an instrument it can be used, and God uh, uses us 
as part of his way of extending his his power. But we should not take the glory. But we're just an instrument he used to make to help somebody else. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. The Jews observed the hour uh, of public prayer, and John and Peter, being Jesus' disciples, is here seen uh, observing the tradition of public hour of prayer. But they were, uh, and many others were Jews, and they went up into the temple. When the Jews was in the area of the temple, they were to go inside the temple for their prayer. So uh, David writes in Psalm 55, 17, evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. So there are three times a day, of course you can do more, but they recognize three times a day that they should pray. And at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, the ninth hour is equal to our three o'clock hour. So it was in the, in the, starting in the evening hour that they went up to pray. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they had laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful to ask the arms of them that entered into the temple. But we have a crippled man from his birth and was carried and laid in a special place to beg for money. So daily he was placed in this place where he could have the greatest chance of receiving some monetary gift from those passing by. Whereas he had a good spot picked out each day. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb. And this man was not named. Uh, in, in other words, he represented anybody that is incapable of getting around without the assistance of others. Uh, and so he was crippled from birth, and his birth defect made him impossible for him to walk. So he had some problems. So he did what society allowed him to do. And at that particular time, about all he could do in his condition was to beg for a living. It, it seemed odd that, 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 that he, even though he begged for a living, somebody he evidently had friends because scripture said he was carried. So he had to have somebody that looking out for him. And begging at that time was not... Uh, considered such a bad thing as long as it was done uh, truly. In other words, this man was really crippled. He wasn't down there faking. When they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, so the friends of the beggar carried him and laid him in in the most uh, prestigious place for him to ask for arms, and an arm is money. With it, the beggar could purchase food, clothing, and other items of necessity. The Jews had named this gate uh, beautiful because it was the Corinthian gate. And this gate was made out of Corinthian brass. So it had a uh, brightly color to it. 
to ask some of them that entered into the temple. So the reason that this man was placed at the gate called Beautiful was to beg uh, and ask those that passed by for money. Uh, the people were not ashamed to, to give him money because many of them knew that, that uh, they could be misfortune and end up in the same way or, 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 or took pity on him. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ice arms of ice and arms. Uh, so uh, the beggar, only reason for being in the temple was the ice of arms. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ice them of arms. His concern was not uh, the fact that so many people were coming to the temple. It's, it's you. He would think that somewhere in there he would have had an idea about looking as to why so many people were coming to the temple, but that didn't seem to be in there on his mind. All he knew is that he was more likely that those that came to the house of God normally had money, so they added money to the treasury when they came in, and they would have the chance that he could get some of it. And so this beggar was in the right place where he could be reminded of the need of, for God. In other words, sometimes we have to be reminded. Uh, someone has to tell us about the, the purpose uh, of life or what we're here for. The people going in the temple could have been a reminder that he was missing something in his life. And so many others uh, had... Uh, the disciples could have reminded him. Those that brought him to the temple could have uh, said something about his condition and how to make it better. But it seemed like nobody paid any attention other than just to uh, pay alms to him. And it was the beggar who initiated the conversation with the apostles. And Peter, fastened his eyes upon him, with John said, look on us. So the God has moved on Peter and John uh, to pay attention to the beggar. Uh, the beggar did not know Peter and John, uh, and to receive anything of them other than alms, uh, he was not expecting. In fact, uh, he was looking for his daily need, which was some money about his necessity. But he was looking for the needs of his body, and the body is never satisfied with what it received on a daily basis. What it received today, it needs tomorrow. You eat today, you got to eat again tomorrow. And Peter fastened his eyes on him with John. All the people that passed the beggar, none of them stopped to claim the attention of the beggar. They were satisfied with just giving him money, and many of them did. Uh, and if God had moved on Peter and John, they probably would have did the same thing. But God initiated this. The time had come for this man to be introduced uh, to his true need. So God had a blessing with his name wrote on it, as that song said. Uh, and if you don't know God, uh, you are crippled. Him being crippled was, no, uh, uh, was an opportunity. Uh, 
for them to introduce Christ in his life. And look on us. This statement talks about how uh, he had to get the attention of this beggar. In other words, once they said, look on us, uh, he was going to pay attention to what they were saying, what they were doing. So they needed his full attention to offer him a better life. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. In other words, once they said that, uh, he's not going to pay attention. And the attention of the, the beggar was not uh, with giving any expectation that Peter and John was going to do anything more than to give him a great sum of money. He did not realize that he had other needs. He had set in his mind, and we get there sometimes, that that uh, his life was one of being a cripple and a beggar. Uh, in other words, uh, he was lost in this state. So when we don't know Christ, we get lost in, in, in a state. Uh, in other words, we might stay in that state, and many times we do, until God moves in a situation or someone brings our attention to God that, that helps us to get out of the condition that we are in. The beggar had no idea that there was a brand new world awaiting him. All he knew was his condition uh, determined his fate. But one of the greatest things that we might learn from this lesson is, uh, is that uh, we might learn that our condition and circumstances does not determine our destiny. It don't take much for us to look around and see that we've come, especially bike people, have come a mighty long way. In other words, we might have started in a, in a bad situation. But God has, has that great power lifting us out of that situation. Uh, he turns slaves into lawyers. He's just that good of God. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee. In the name of, the Lord, of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now, when we look at this, there's a sense in which a man may be poor monetarily, but rich spiritually. Uh, Poverty can catch can catch even a, a greatest of Christians. It's not that you. Uh, I've seen some people that didn't have very much, but was happy as they can be because they know Jesus Christ. So having material things does not make us. Uh, make the person. In other words, we can be happy in our state. Then Peter says, seven go, I have none. Isaiah 51 and 55 and 1 speaks of a condition that, hold everyone that thirst, come ye to the water. And he that has no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yeah, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. So, Isaiah is stating to us that we serve a God that a cattle of a thousand hills is his, and all the riches of the world is for his children. So when we think about uh, the riches of the world, God has them, uh, has them his own self, and that all we need to do is have a faith in Jesus Christ. But Christ lets us know 
that even for him, because he said foxes have holes, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. So there's a, but he's, I think what this lesson is trying to teach us is just because we have material things does not make us, but God is going to provide our every need. Uh, first thing we notice is that Peter and John acknowledged that they were Christians. What they had was a saving relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And it does not talk about Peter or any of the disciples being rich in their service. Because many lived from from day to day. But they were rich in Jesus Christ. This gift that they had, uh, that he could not purchase, and it cost more than all the money in the world, was the gift of the saving uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that was what they were willing to give the beggar. Peter commands the beggar to rise up and walk in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm glad Peter puts it in, 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 the, in, ver- in the scripture, puts it in that state. Because Peter cannot raise nobody up. Neither can John, neither can anybody else. But it's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ who uh, gives the power to raise this man up. So deliverance is never offered in our name. It's only offered in the name of the one and only, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he took him by the hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankles, bones received strength. Peter assisted the lame man in, in developing his faith and his ability to believe in, in Jesus Christ. So when Peter lifts him up, that's a sign that he has, the faith, and, and it is enforcing the man's faith that he can believe in the healing power of Jesus Christ. So uh, faith is seen in the beggar extending his hand to Peter. But when Peter lifts him up and he extends his hand, it's showing the faith that they both have in the, in the, in the fact that Jesus can heal and will deliver him. Uh the reason for uh, Peter assisting the lame man was to help the crippled man to believe in the power of Jesus Christ, to heal him from afar. In other words, Jesus doesn't have to be standing in our presence, laying hands on us to heal us. But he can heal us from, from, from his heavenly home. And immediately his feet and ankles, bones receive strength. So the power of, of God is so powerful that it's, is not a condition. In other words, uh, if you you see something change over a, a period of time, and, it, and it's a process, and, and it takes a while, but the power of, of, of God and, and raising from the dead is an, almost an instantaneous thing. In other words, he doesn't tell them to, to tell Lazarus come forth, and Lazarus takes a while and rest and go to the hospital and and go through a lot of things before he uh, comes out. But Lazarus uh, immediately rises up, and they tell him to take his clothes from from on him and release him. And Lazarus walks forth. So it's an immediate uh, thing. And leaping up, and 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 he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple. 
walking and leaping and praising God. Uh, the man that was lame from birth had no power to overcome his condition that rendered him crippled. He never walked before. Uh, all that he needed for walking in his in his life, his extremity was was considered dead. So Jesus has the power to create life out of out of death. He is the God of life, the restorer of the dead, the deliverer of from the dead. And enter with him into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Earlier, this man gave no thought to the temple, except that it was a place where he could receive alms. He had no faith in God, thus he had no true God. But now, uh, uh, he sees what these people are doing. He saw people going into the house of God, and 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 before he just saw it as, as a place for him to get money. But now it was a place uh, where he himself could see the. The, the the helpfulness and, and the value uh, in going to the temple and that he could praise God himself. All because somebody took the time to share with, with him the news of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the experience that uh, Jesus can uh, bring forth in our lives. He received the miracle of God in his life and nothing short of expressing gratitude to God but his good work uh, and, uh, that that was bought in his life. He goes into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Uh, uh, we know here that he, he ain't just going into the temple and sitting down. He's going into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. He ain't entering there and go, go sit in the back and, and go to sleep, but he's going to praise the Lord. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Um, all the people were acquainted with this lame man. They knew that he was a Jew and that he was lame from birth. They passed him daily, and many of, of them gave alms unto him. What they did not uh, do over the years, he said in the courtyard, would speak to him concerning his soul. Uh, walking and praising God. No one could deny that America had been done, and this lame man was the recipient of that America. They were not deceived. You know, you know, we know many times that when you see somebody doing uh, somebody that would uh, lame somebody come alone and grab them, and all of a sudden they snatches up and they walk. But this was not. Uh, something that they were deceived in. In fact, they, everybody knew that he was there for years. I believe they want to say it was 40 years. He came now, David, they brought him there day after day. So they recognized that God was present among them. The lame man was now healed. He glorified God for uh, crediting the miracle to, to God. He praised God. Uh, so he, he, was, he was willing to rejoice and give God the praise. And they knew that it was he which set for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement and at that which had happened unto him. 
So there's certain things that they knew uh, about this was, first of all, they knew this man. They knew all the years that he had sit there, uh, 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 lame from, from his birth. They knew his condition, that, that how he could not walk, that the problem that he had. They knew where he's sitting. They know he's sitting at the, at the uh, gate of beautiful day after day. And they knew why he sit there. And the fact that he sit there for arms, that, that he could beg for money so he could, on the people passing by, that he might live. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Amazement is defined as a feeling of great surprise or wonder. In other words, they knew something uh, had happened. Outside the two apostles, none of the people that knew the lame man expected a miracle to be conferred upon him. Uh, so when it happened, people could not believe it. Uh, but they couldn't deny it because many of them witnessed, witnessed it. So they saw a, a miracle performed right before their sight. And as the lame man which was healed, uh, held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them at the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. The lame man also felt grateful to the two apostles. And he had a right to feel grateful because they the one that brought it to his life. But he gave credit unto uh, God. Uh, the word hell means that they are, he adorned them. Uh, in other words, he wanted to join himself to them. He was desirous of remaining with them, participating in the wonders that they did. But he gave his critic not to Peter and John, but to God. Uh, he had a desire to be a part of extending the work to others. And he, he had the right spirit in that once we experience Christ in our life, we ought to have be willing to extend that same uh, uh, attitude to somebody else. We ought to be willing to uh, help somebody else uh, know the Lord. And all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon and greatly wondering. When the people uh, heard of the miracle of the lame man, they ran with curiosity, wondering uh, to witness what God had done for him. They were filled with wonder. Uh, it's always some who will delight in our good fortune. In other words, many of them felt great that God had blessed him, that did a, had did a miracle in his life. To see what God was doing is a blessing. And the people knew that uh, the miracle of God is still in the miracle, healing, working business. So that was a, a great um uh, that put reinforced the belief that although Jesus had descended uh, back into heaven, it does not mean that he has stopped doing his miracles. We ought to be willing to admit that now, that even though uh, he, he descended into heaven, he still is in the miracle healing business. God would help us know that he is still a miracle working God. He still does great things. As believers, we ought to have a role to play in sharing the good news to those in need. So we ought to be willing to do as this man did, share the good news 
with others what God has done in our lives. And that's about all I have for this lesson. Wonderful lesson, uh, Deacon Wade, and to the entire body. As we look at this lesson, and I gained so much uh, of this lesson, and as you taught and as I read, and when you look at this healing, uh, a man who cannot walk, and one thing uh, came to my mind, my thought is in this lesson that, you know, first of all, when you look at it, it's commitment. Uh, in the first outline, I was talking about commitment, and, and like you said, somebody had to place him there because the Bible said he was caring, and that mm-hmm. he was laid there. And so, mm-hmm. uh, thank God for help. All of us mm-hmm. need help. All of us. Uh, this man here, he may be uh, physically uh, crippled, but uh, a lot of us are crippled spiritually, and so we mm-hmm. all need help to get to Jesus. And and mm-hmm. we got to look at it. They they led him. And they placed him at a safe place at the temple. And then we go over uh, in the uh, second outline, and I was shouting there because it said his their faith uh, was in action. And when you look at it, at uh, the sixth verse, it says, Peter and John said, Simon, go have I none, but such as I mm-hmm. have, I give thee. So uh, we got to, uh, a lot of us offer a whole lot of things, but we all offer Jesus. Uh, to those that are in need of him. And and then when I look at the seventh verse, he said, and he took him by the right hand. It's something about the right hand that uh, we read in the Bible. It, it's something about that right mm-hmm. hand because Jesus is sitting on the right hand of his father, interceding for us. And then we give the right hand of fellowship. And when you look yeah. at the three, the mystery of the three drops of blood, uh, one of them is it fell on the right hand. So it's something about mm-hmm. the right hand. And, and it said immediately he gained strength and he, uh, within his uh, feet and ankle bone and received strength. Oh it's something, and when God is in the midst of it, uh, things will happen. And it said that even though uh, Peter and John didn't have what he thought, uh, what he thought they should have had for, but they, the Lord was intervening and the Lord saw fit that Peter and John would show him and lead him to Christ. And he said, and when he did it, and, and when he got him and he started having strength in his bones and things, uh, and he uh, started, the Lord started healing him. The Bible says he started leaping and he, he stood up and walked in the temple. You know, sometimes when the Lord healed people, uh, the Lord delivered people, sometimes people don't want to, go back and give God praise. They want to think it's, uh, it's all about the doctor. But yes, the doctor does do it, but it's through the uh, power of God. And we all give God the glory. And they said, and all the people saw him uh, praising God. And that's another thing. I, I, I don't care who uh, you are. If God has blessed you, God has brought you, God has healed you, God has delivered you, the Bible said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And this man was letting the people know that, hey, you will see me down. You will see me out. But I got to give God the glory because he will pick me up and turn my life around. And I'm able to see he was at the gate, but he couldn't go in because of his condition. But now he's in because of how God had blessed him. So, you know, he was shouting and giving God the praise. So and we got to be careful because we can go into the temple one way 
and we can come out another way if we let God abide in us. But see, you know, we got to let go and let the Spirit of God reign in us. We got to let, you know, we, 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 how can I say, we are not going there with our agenda. We are going there and let, going on God's agenda. And by this happening, and thank God for Peter and John, they uh, helped this man. So you don't never know how God will send you some help. So you you, you have to be careful, you know, who 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 you look at or uh, you think that you might need this. God will send you help the way He wants you to be helped with. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Wonderful lesson. Yes, it is, it is wonderful, and, and 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 I'm just stuck on that uh, how he came one way, expecting mm-hmm. something, and then left out another way, and that's how we all we all be open, you know. We all be you know say, Lord, here I am. We always say, Lord, I'm just a, I'm just a vessel. Use me, and, and I think mm-hmm. Mother Barnes said, use it to be use me up. So mm-hmm. we we all say, Lord, here I am. Uh, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm physically able, but sometimes my body is, is not there. My body is there, but my mind's on the other side of town. Y'all help me, somebody. Mm-hmm. So we, we right. need some help, you know, physically and spiritually. So you know, mm-hmm. we need somebody to help us get to Jesus, help us get delivered, help us get you know. Because I, I don't want to come to Walnut Grove every Sunday and leave out the same way. That's right. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to leave different. I want to, you know, I want to feel something. I, I, I want, I want something that help me on, on Sunday evening. Now I'm not waiting on yeah. Monday evening. I'm waiting on Sunday evening because you know the yeah. devil will attack you even before you leave that. Right. right. So, right. I, I, I thank you, Deacon. I thank you, Deacon Wade and Walnut Grove. This is a great lesson. It got me want to say a word tonight. <laughs> 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 Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. And, and I just focused, well, it's funny you say that because I was gonna I was just going through and I'm like and took his right hand. And then it said and immediately mm-hmm. and thing that got mm-hmm. me yeah. to uh-huh. when he walked, then he started jumping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. This wasn't no just a temporary fix. <laughs> so exactly. you, you you could just you can just imagine that something you've been going through for a long time. Yeah. Oh Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the temple and you worship and praise the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Amen. Beautiful lesson. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's wonderful to me. Amen. Thank God for it. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Deacon Wade, I, I'm, I'm about to. I call, I'm about to shout on this one. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Deacon Wade, you, you got anything else? No, I'm through. Okay. okay. Thank God. God bless all of you and God keep you. Is our prayer. Uh, as you all know, I'm the, uh, we say it every Sunday, uh, Sunday in, Sunday out. I, I just ask uh, in your prayers, uh, I know you pray for everybody, just continue to lift up everybody in prayer because uh, we pray for the young man in Chevyville 
just the other day, uh, I think it was yesterday or day before Monday, Monday, uh, 16-year-old uh, was driving too fast, hit a tree, mm-hmm. and the uh, yeah. truck caught on fire. Mm. And they uh, life fly him to Dallas. He's not doing too well, but we are asking prayer for the community and the family. Uh, school is just about out. I think we got two weeks left. So uh, mm-hmm. let us remember our young, our young people, not only our young people, but just like we say every Sunday, just remember everybody because uh, uh, we don't know what lies ahead. We don't we, we, we don't know what lies ahead. We we could be well right now, and and tonight before we can even get up, uh, stuff can happen. So uh, let's uh, praise God while while we can. Uh, thank you, uh, Walnut, Walnut Grove, and thank all of you that shared with us on tonight. Uh, uh, like like my old pastor said, I, I feel this one tonight, so I better leave this one alone. Uh, so. Uh, uh, on a on a good note, uh, on another note, uh, y'all help me shout for my Golden State Warriors. Hope they don't lose tonight, cause they'll be out of it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so y'all shout with me tonight. So, but uh, we got just a little human. God bless. God bless. God keep. It's our prayer. If there's nothing else uh, to draw to our attention. Then thank all of you for a beautiful lesson. If it's the Lord's will, see us uh, all on. Sunday morning. Now, Lord, we come at the close of this beautiful lesson on tonight. Thank you, Master, for allowing our teacher, our students, and all of us to gain a thought. Thank you for just applying this uh, faith into action and let us know we could be just like this uh, crippled man. We would be healed right now in the name of Jesus because you said by his right hand, he jumped up. And Master, we ask in the name of Jesus, let's continue to build us up on the wings of prayer. Father God, we ask you to just hold us together. Bless, heal, and deliver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Amen. Good night. Love, love, love. Love you. Good night, y'all. Love you. Love you, too. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.